Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, Finish it and get started on the next one. Download the app today because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello, listeners. Before we get started, just wanted to say a huge thanks for your support on last week's podcast. I've had loads of you get in touch, and actually, I really want to talk a bit more about that in a future week as a result. So, there's plenty more to be shared, no doubt, and I want to try out a few more things. But this week, we're getting into a week of content crisis. Yeah, some market breaking content came out over the last week, and we also talk about icons being unaffordable, which is kind of connected to that. Top 100 PC player shares their patch concerns, and we do a market rundown ahead of Black Friday. Friday and the Team of the Week rundown and those player reviews too. Quickly, before we start the podcast properly, should point out that something slightly unusual happens in this podcast. A bit unfortunate, but you'll find out later. Hello and welcome to week 10 of the Foot Weekly podcast. And this week we have the return of Jamie, Foot Economist, back again after a little bit of a, a, bit of a break. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a break. It's good to be back though. Yeah, good to have you back as well. And we've also got Ian. Ian Sterling's here with us. Um, how do you describe it? Voice of Love Island? Is that is what people like to say? Voice of Love Island, player of FIFA. Player of FIFA and voice of the podcast for a couple of episodes now. Free. I've yeah. got, I'm free, Ian. Oh, he's trying You're to look me off. Well. Hat trick trying to overtake me. <laughs> Ian's did already you get, Did you get anything, nah, Andy, for yours? <laughs> Disgraceful, isn't it? Used to go on Soccer AM, you get like a ball to come away with and stuff like that. Oh, you get uh, you get virtual praise. Um, that's, you get uh, a gold contracts pack. <laughs> <laughs> Manager's contracts pack. Yes, please. <laughs> and that is, of course, the voice of Andy, aka AJ3. Great to have you as well. How are you doing this week? Ten weeks in, and I feel like I've already recorded eleven podcasts this year. <laughs> nice try. Well, you did, you did manage to do one before the game was even out, of course. So uh... this is true, yeah. So we're going to start off by talking about the past promo. Jamie, we used to do a special little ratings thing, didn't we? Um, sort of how would you rate a promo out of ten? Um, the UCL promo that we've had over the past week with all those live items. Uh, how did you find that? Well, I thought it was clever in the way that it's, it's going to get, uh, particularly Americans who, uh, you know, most American FIFA players that I know uh, don't necessarily care about the, the sport in real life. Um, so I thought it was very clever on EA's part in that it's going to get a lot of Americans to watch Champions League games that might have not anyway. So in terms of like the cross promotion in that sense, I think it's pretty cool to get the, you know, at least my demographic as in like, you know, Americans. I mean, I care about the sport anyway. I watch the sport in real life quite a bit, but, um, you know, some of my friends, uh, I think are going to get more involved in the sport. I think if they get more involved in the sport, they will become more entrenched and uh, loyal to the uh, video game. So I think it was in terms of like EA's perspective, I thought it was very smart. I also thought it was cool that they dropped um, some very heavy hitting cards. Um, yeah, yeah. In terms of, I mean, they dropped a lot of very meta cards. Um, you know, the Sanchez, the, the Renato, uh, both Sanchez's, David Sanchez and Renato Sanchez's, Florenzi, I mean, I could go on. 
Um, I thought it was pretty good, though. I mean, I also think the card design was quite attractive. I know that might be a polarizing comment. I think some people maybe thought it was a little bit too much, but I thought it was, it was good. Um, so, I mean, I think it was solid. I'm giving it a, um, a 7 out of 10. I also like the SBCs that they did as well. So I, I give it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Did you, Ian, do any of those SBCs that came out over the past week? The I done the Jonathan Tarr. Oh yeah, yeah. No. How did you? How could you be, have you got a Bundesliga team to start with? I got really lucky. Yeah, I've got Royce and Goetze, uh, okay. and um, I had. Uh, I actually watched it quite well for me because I bought a couple of like discard Bundesliga informs so that Wolfsburg Dutch striker and I am um, Thorgen Hazard, and then done it, and then to make it even better when that Jordan. Sancho SBC mm. dropped. I made an absolute killing on selling the info, oh, so yeah. it's actually a bit of a double whammy for me. Nice. So yeah, I yeah. just done that one. I was going to do the Alonso. It was actually listening to this podcast. I just think he mm. had a f- few key stats lacking, yeah, so yeah. I just didn't quite yeah, tip yeah. me over. Even though uh, people go insane when you get a hundred K pack. Yeah, did you, Andy? Did you do that SBC the nah. Alonso one? So I didn't do the Jonathan Tarr one because I couldn't be asked to be honest with you. Like <laughs> I played two games of Div Rivals, and I've got this red informed Bellarabi from my foot champs. So in the f- both games, I subbed on Bellarabi right at the start. First game, one two one, but Bellarabi hit the post, and Mbappe tapped in the rebound for the win. So I didn't get any points towards Jonathan Tyre in that one. <laughs> and in the second game, I drew two all after scoring two goals with Bellarabi, and my opponent scoring in the friggin' ninetieth minute or something stupid like that. So I didn't get a point towards the thing either, for that one either. And I was like, oh, screw this. I can't be asked if this. I'm just sticking with my blue Thiago Silva. <laughs> I must admit, when I first done it, I misread it and thought it was like 10 goals with Bundesliga right. players. So game, won, the f- won the first game like 4-0. I thought, I'm nearly there. And then so I've done one <laughs> of 10. I'm like, oh, I bought the team now. Yeah. So I just have to go for it. I, for to be honest, it. I did think that challenge was quite harsh. If you think about it, your average result, I guess in, if you're playing three games, theoretically, if you're kind of in the right place in terms of your rival's ranking, you should be getting like a draw, a win and a loss. Yeah. So it should take 30 games and that's not even, that's that's taking out some games where I guess players won't score. So therefore, if you say if you didn't have all Bundesliga players. Yeah, and that's um, if you've got a Bundesliga team, games. if you have to then build a shitty little one to do it with because you haven't, you've spent all your coins on your Prem squad, you'd be like yeah. in Div 2 with your Prem squad and then just start getting smashed by everyone because you've built a 50k Bundesliga team. It's pro- I didn't. Yeah, I and then to further like I. kick in the teeth, the SPC wasn't even especially cheap. Like <laughs> once the... SPC had come out for Mikatarian, I think it was, which included a Bundesliga requirement. Bundesliga players were increasing, so when you submitted the TAR SPC, it was also a bit more expensive. So I think, considering the player you got, it was quite a challenging... Is there an argument towards, thing. though, it was a weekly objective that took a week to do? Well, yeah, that's I true. You couldn't that, really do yeah. much else in your week. <laughs> I tweeted that out. I was like, it wasn't for me, I'm not going to lie, but uh, if you've got a Bundesliga squad, knock yourself out. You just need to play some dead rivals, don't you? It doesn't pop. But yeah, like, yeah, he's never going to yeah. go on my team, so I just couldn't be asked to do it. What were the other ones? It was Mikatarian, Marcus Alonso. And who was the other one? Ah, oh, Milinkovic Savic. Yeah, he's just too much of a pain in the ass to put in a team. Like, yeah, he gets a link to yeah. Unlucky Lucas and that's about it. I remember you were debating doing the Alonso and you didn't. I didn't know because he's... There's a, la- ver- there's a very big lack of good fullbacks on this game and it kind of does do my head in. Mm. And I was looking at him thinking, he's not that good now. But like, come on, it's Chelsea. They're playing sick this season. They're probably at least going to get like the semi-finals of the frigging Europa League. And he's going to be like 88 rated and absolutely sick. And then you realise that like, by the time he becomes 88 rated and he's absolutely sick, it's going to be like May. And by that point, mm. Andy Robertson's probably had about 12 informs or you can just pick up a team of the season or a team of the year or a footies or something. Probably not footies, that's after team of the season. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally know what you mean. I've, I've not done any of them apart from Tar. Not really sure that they're, they're going to be worth it longer term because of that delay, as you were saying. It is quite a while to wait until they get that sort of top end card. But Ian, you were saying about, you know, last time you were on the podcast about sort of being an entertainer and although you might not be sort of a gameplay man, you know about entertainment. Do you think the UCL Live promo kind of provided that entertainment, which... I mean, you said screen. Well, I think it's got as well. It's sort of what we're, we're saying about the American connection. I think it's got quite a nice fantasy football yeah, element yeah, yeah. to to it. Where like you know, I'll be watching like I'll watch a Tottenham game play, even though I'm like, all right, Tottenham definitely lose, but Harry Kane, I've got you, captain. So if you could get a couple of goals, and you find yourself watching games you'd never like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd never care about seeing a hope and the player that's in your fantasy team gets a couple of points. So from that point of view, it's really I, I like the idea of it. Yeah. 
like you like we said, it's there's this the upgrades are still a bit odd. Like the next upgrade, you've got coming. so long to wait yes. for the one after the next one. Yeah, yeah. I just don't see how you're going to keep any interest. Mm. And also, when it comes March, you get like a point upgraded. You're sort of like yeah. by March, like. Oh. And and, uh, and talking about that, there's been a few interesting things over the past week in terms of SBCs. Um, should we say it kind of all started with. Which is a minor thing. EA confusing Slovakia and Slovenia in the marquee matchups, which is one of those things that really annoyed the very small portion of traders who might have invested in Slovakia or Slovenia cards, but actually wasn't a big deal. But then it seemed to slowly upgrade throughout the week <laughs> as problems occurred with SBCs. And we had, Andy, maybe you can explain a bit more about this. I know you were keeping an eye on it, that basically you had an SBC which was ended up being kind of profitable. <laughs> so basically what happened with this, first of all, the first prime icon set was expiring and in my infinite wisdom mm. i decided to invest a million coins into 84s 85s 86s and 87s thinking look at the state of the icon market that like, it's actually a joke i would i w- looked at some of them the other day ryan Giggs is one of the ones that's just come out in this set and you can buy his prime for like 700k his baby is 700k and his middle is 700k mm. because of them SBCs. And to do the SBC to get Ryan Giggs costs 800k. It's just stupid. And I, there's ones like the goalkeepers that are like Yashin and Van... If Yashin's the best one, like Van der Sar, his baby costs 700k. He's worse than David De Gea, who's 100k. Like, what are they doing? It's properly stupid. So in my infinite wisdom, I thought, yeah, you're going to know this. They know what they're doing. They're going to bring out an icon SBC that doesn't require you to trade in an icon. So I invested millions of coins in 85s and 86s and it didn't bloody happen now you might think haha stupid Andy you got wrecked fair enough that's a good point I just gambled and it didn't work but the stupidest part of it was that if you then bought one of them icons for 700k you could actually make it affordable by just endlessly trading in to get a 100k pack the only requirement you needed basically was an icon yeah that was the only thing you needed yeah it's like a yeah, it was a rare bronze, rare silver, and like a couple of discard informs exactly, and no chem yeah. requirements. So you're trading in like a couple of discard informs, some gold and some silvers, and then you can just reuse that icon yeah, over and over so and stupid. over again. The whole thing costs 30k to do, and you got like a silver player's pack, a gold player's pack, and then a 50k pack and a 100k pack. Like one of my mates got an icon for free and then made like 300k profits on it before they patched it. <laughs> Well, actually, talking of that, let's talk about um, Jaden Sancho because this was an unbelievably expensive SBC. By the time I guess, like most people would have been doing it, I think if you did it early on, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, but like... that's the weird thing for me. I'd done it for nothing, genuinely yeah, nothing. Yeah, you got in pretty then, early. Because I was just on my phone. It came out like I had a load of discs. I'd do those two player upgrade packs, like gold upgrade packs. Sometimes I'd load of discard, like load of discards, and I had all those. Informs I'd bought in like discard informs for the yeah. Jonathan Tarr thing, so I just done it not thinking, and then like the next again day I went on and like yeah I've never been so happy to pack an inform Hector in my foot chances <laughs> in my entire life. Yeah. Shifted him for like fifty k. I even got rid of my Stark, yeah, my yeah. inform Stark that everyone knows I love so much on this podcast. He's gone now. Yeah, it's but you can't you can't not fifty fifty like yeah, fifty yeah. and he went. He's never going to be that price again, probably. No, never. So yeah, so so yeah, it was a mental SPC because not only did this weird thing happen, which I think in your experience and so did Andy, where you did it for a left mid card, right, mm-hmm. um, and then. Um, well, as Andy in his video said, the rarest card on FIFA was hey, it? Was, what was the clickbait? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Um, it must be though. It, no, to be fair, it probably is actually. <laughs> I suppose even that one. There's stuff like there's a Spartak Mos- Moscow promise where one guy packed it on the web app when the web app first opens or some stupid thing like that. But oh, other really? than that, like <laughs> That's other than them stupid ones that I'm saying they shouldn't be in the game. But then this left mid Jaden Sancho shouldn't be in the game either. Really, should he? But. He's up there. No, no. So obviously they realised that they'd essentially put out the promo stuff with him as a right yeah, mid. Yeah, he was holding up the picture uh, of himself. And then it was a left mid again. And he had a right mid one. It was so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so they had to switch it. Uh, obviously, um, so there was a right mid SBC. So they took but also, it, did they, they have to switch it? Like what well, I don't understand. What I don't understand about it is, yeah, they got it wrong. But like I done. What, I completed the SBC for a left mid 
Jordan yeah. Sancho. I didn't see anybody before they took it down going, I can't oh, believe this yeah, is not right, yeah, mid, yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> True. But they probably could have just started out, couldn't they? they we've made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, if you want them as a left mid, you can have them. If you're not, then don't worry, like, don't bother yeah, about it. It's kind of weird. I mean, because also the other thing is that with the way that the game works this year, obviously with so many people switching around the teams in game and stuff, it doesn't really make that much difference. But it is kind of helpful from chem perspective if you want a different right mid. But basically, the people who did it before they took down the SBC and brought it out again got delivered to them the right mid version as well yeah so i mean that's so useful so that is really so useful. you'll probably agree andy especially a player like sancho who is fun to have in your team mm. like five stars five star skills like i mean english connection it's a nice player to have having him on that left or right hand side is really useful yeah, because like if you, i mean if you get like a no, when you get a red informs is like a great left mm-hmm. back you just switch sancho to the right and go bundesliga down that side so it's really with the bundesliga player of the month it should show EA to an extent just what making new content does. Mm. People are enjoying it, and now because I think because of that Gertz and the Royce and stuff, I think the the Dortmund element can't be overlooked as well. Like those strong links, and it's just yeah. people want to make more fun stuff, and it's a way of putting cool, untradeable like SBC players in your club and not ending up with a prem team like everyone else so i think that's another thing it's really things ea can go if we actually make fun content people will do it you're actually making a, a broader point here which is really good about this year is that we're getting a lot more better a lot more better cards doesn't quite make sense but you know what i mean yeah in other leagues like yeah we're getting more variety in terms this is my of- first especially going up to black friday this is the first time i'm not running a sort of like meta cheapish prem squad coming yeah, up yeah. to black friday like first time in years yeah and you look at we've done a tweet in the past or past few years about how by the end of the year the number of Premier League cards is just so many more than any other league and actually this year it seems to be a bit more balanced one of the things that in, I was thinking about the Sancho and with the two position thing we've four be- Liverpool players in the team of the week <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a really good point actually um, <laughs> they, they, they played well though to be fair yeah, yeah but this is like a, a special team of the week one of the things that the Sancho SBC made me think is it'd be really interesting with when you have special cards which are actually SBCs and they cover like a variety of games that the players played so say Sancho had actually played right mid for a few games, left mid for a few games, he'd come up on up front. It'd be really interesting if you could actually have a player pick Ooh, between cool. the three positions when you complete the SBC. That'd, that'd be, be really, really cool. cool. Yeah, and then you could... And it could even be repeatable, so if you wanted to, you can complete it multiple times. But yeah, I, that would be really cool, because I think... Tell you what would be really cool. Imagine there was a game mode where every selection, you got given a player pick to build a squad. You could maybe charge like 15,000 coins to go and do it, and then... Depends on how far you got against other people, you got packs. Very good, Andy. Uh, see what you've done there. Sorry, that was totally unnecessary. Well, actually, Andy, talking about things being unnecessary, I mean, obviously, icons were super expensive, so it was kind of necessary to bring the price down of that SBC by maybe just including an icon. I don't know whether anyone has any ideas as to why that icon SBC, going back to that, was kind of wrongly calculated, I guess. the, the I feel like the guy, whoever was coming up with that, set three prime icon was obviously they were obviously backed into a corner where icons were so expensive they were trying to come up with a requirement they were told they're obviously someone's up top told them you have to use an icon that's obviously what's happened so they've now tried to work out and they know icons are i don't know what they were before but like 600 700 coins you look at the five picks available in Prime Icon 3, they've basically got to make the other three requirements cost mm. nothing because then otherwise you're looking at a million coins yeah. for a Prime Zola, which is madness. So that's where the... I don't actually think it's a person that's come up with the requirements has made the mistake. Like, mm. when you op- when you make a, a SBC include a card that's hugely inflated in price, that's going to lead to problems. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of a weird. It is a weird. There's no. I don't. I don't see any way around that. Yeah, yeah. Without making it complete, which is what they've done, is make it completely not worth for you all doing it. There's no other way around mm. around it. And yeah, you just ha- got to make the pack shite so that you, no one does it. Yeah, basically, and, and that's. I think yeah. that's that's sort of what, what what's happened. But I think obviously what's happened. I don't think it's a person that made the the icon SBC that's at fault. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, he's actually done his job and an made icon. an SBC worth doing. I don't think I don't think anyone for um, for foreseen the whole how repeatable it would have been in the hundred k pack mm, for the yeah. icon and trading back in the same icon you just got. 
But I mean, like other. But then there was no other way of doing it because other, mm. if you had any any other um, requirement of any value, then literally you wouldn't have done anything. Yeah, no, yeah. no cards get rinsed off the market. So everything drops. I just want to kind of end this like little section about SBCs and stuff. We're saying that one of the biggest problems we have, I think, going forward, whether this is going to change throughout Black Friday, um, and potentially when people are listening to this, they might know already. But um, how? Does EA solve what I think, and I think from what I've heard Andy say in the past, and I think Jamie, you'll agree as well, and we discussed it a bit earlier, how do we solve the issue with the fact that essentially huge numbers of icons are totally pointless having in your team because they're just not worth their price? There's like too much of a premium on them. Would you say, because a lot of people are saying baby icon SPC is the way to go, um, which obviously we had last year, but this is quite early in the game to do that. What can be done to make icons affordable again, I guess would be the... You just make an icon SBC that doesn't require an icon. Like, you can get Prime Ruby Costa and Prime... I don't know, just think of the shittest ones, and you just have... Schmeichel, yeah, exactly. Schmeichel, Schmeichel like last Anderson, year, Ruby Costa, Costa like last year. 400k of, like, 86-rated squads. And then the maximum that... But obviously last year we did have icon requirements, didn't we? But it would apply to an icon goalie was the difference, whereas now to get Rio Ferdinand and Makaleli and stuff, you can trade in a Schmeichel. That wasn't the case last year, was it? Well, I remember last year when everyone had that sort of like eureka moment when they thought, "Oh yeah, I can just do this Rui Costa and trade yeah. that." And I remember, I remember when content creators and all that started come up. That I think also they've sort of made a problem for themselves that they probably didn't foresee. And how would you with this player pick pack and the repeatable and the five options? Yeah, they've yeah. sort of backed themselves into a corner now because now a baby icon would have to be five. It would have to be repeatable. Mm. Otherwise, they'd have to just out of nowhere create like say a Peter Schmeichel SBC in isolation which would look so weird so now they've got to make it a repeatable five player pick thing Mm. but then also I I don't want a baby icon uh, SBC for the simple reason of I was really excited for World Cup mode I mean I'd done it I I took all my coins from FIFA from last FIFA put it Mm -hmm. over into my thing done a load of baby done a load of icon SBCs and had a full icon team and then so did yeah. everyone else and it ruined ruined it for me so the sweet spot is basically somewhere in the middle um, and I think we are a bit a bit far away from I just I think I just think it's just unfair like, I know plenty of people who are casual FIFA players I'm sure we all do casual ultimate team players and, and they want to get their hands on you know last year I had fun with baby Crespo who's about I don't know 400, 500k yeah baby Crespo um, even like baby Rijkaard was yeah, yeah. so much fun and, and that, those days are essentially gone it's really good as well because you get to your chemistry is basically much easier to work out and that makes things yeah easier. well remember that like um, baby Hernandez would then let you get that in yeah, from Chucky Lozano on yeah. Kim. it was just great yeah baby Herrero looks quality but I yeah I was kind of keen to use him and then how much is he? I, well, 700k he was, I was I'm looking guessing. he was like 400k and then, All right. and then within about a week or two bang he's like 700 so it's, it's for me it's not even about being fair and being able to like give people the opportunity to use the cards and stuff like that like at the end of the day EA decides and they don't care do these so long it's the bottom line is then like is does it sell packs it's a business but it's just common sense. Like, it just doesn't make any sense that you can get an 86 Schmeichel for 750k or you can get David De Gea for 120. It's just stupid, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? And you're always going to pay a premium for icons, but not that much of a premium. Another thing as well is, like, it's just you get into like, nearly Christmas and, like, I- I'm, like, Div 3, Div 4 division rivals and, like, Gold 2, Gold 1 foot champs. I'm, like, pretty not a great player. I've not come up against an icon. I've just bought baby Nedved to the best not bring out an icon SBC, especially in a trade war one. Because I'll lose so many cards. <laughs> cool. So I think we're ready to end this section basically moaning about SBCs and prices of icons and move on to something which you know, could be could be more positive in the long term. We'll have to find out. We've got our basically PC patch correspondent, um, Michael Foot PC, coming up in just a second to talk to us about the patch. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. If you're enjoying this podcast, there are, of course, many ways to subscribe, and one of those is Spotify. Just go to the Spotify app and type in Foot Weekly to find us, hit subscribe, and you'll have all our podcasts when they come out. 
A quick reminder that we are continuing to promote Calm or the campaign against living miserably. Because suicide is the biggest killer of men under 45 in the UK, if you're finding things difficult, please reach out to Calm at thecalmzone.net. Right, let's get into the second half. I started by asking Michael, who's a top 10 PC player, what his thoughts were on the way pressure now works. Is it as dramatic as the patch notes suggest? Yeah, and, and that is that is true. Basically, if you start from minute one uh, using the constant pressure, uh, by the 90th minute, you have zero green left uh, in the team matchup screen, just black bars everywhere. So it's, it's not going to be a viable tactic anymore to only use constant pressure. It's now something you really have to pick your moment. Like if you need the pressure for like the next 10 minutes or the final 10 minutes, you can you can still maybe use it. But for the entire game, um, then you basically need 11 subs at halftime uh, if you don't want to like <laughs> well, have, have dead players for the rest uh, of the second half. And so if you're finding out that you know the stamina is draining much quicker doing high pressure is it affecting stamina overall if i'm not doing high pressure for example my uh, second informed lala he's struggling already like is am i going to have issues where he's out of stamina by the end of the game mm, i don't think that uh, is the problem they also mentioned in the patch note that for the um, pressure after best touch or the the after possession loss uh, that it's less uh, affected um but I, if I understand your question, you mean like if you're just manually sprinting with your players, uh, are they yeah. affected more? I don't think that is the case. Okay, so there isn't more stamina drain overall. It seems no. like you're not going to have to. It issues. seems like the constant pressure really is uh, the culprit of. Uh, so basically, the- all those 99 stamina players I invested in are not going to go up or something. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Talking about other things in the patch, we obviously had a change to um, AI, which has been. I think you, you yourself were keen to see something like this. Yeah. And AI ability to block and intercept has basically been mm-hmm. reduced. Um, yeah. What what kind of impacts are we talking about here? Is, is this something that you're really noticing when you're playing? Yeah. Well, I'm, I play in Division 1, so I'm, I come across pretty high-level players, and I guess they are quick to adapt to the new patch. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do like a draft or a friendly game against someone who's, who's less good at the game, they are more like the type of player that would maybe really rely on the AI because they felt their, their own manual defense was less than the, the standard that the AI uh, gave them. And it, it is definitely true that the, the blocks and the interceptions are less common by the AI. They also hug you uh, way less, so they, they keep more distance to you. And on paper, I was really excited when I read the patch notes. Um, but in reality, I'm not sure if I really like it. And mainly the point that I don't like is that um, they make it seem like they really buffed the manual defending. So you have more blocks and more interceptions. Oh, I see. So like, it feels like it's been buffed. But did they say it's been buffed, manual defending? Yeah, yeah. So okay. they, they nerfed uh, the AI blocking interception and they, they buffed uh, the manual one. So the okay. player you selected has become better at blocking and intercepting. But I always find it quite frustrating. You get like shots going through your legs and stuff all the time. Um, does that happen less then? It happens less, but it's what the thing that frustrates me is that if you block or intercept, it almost never leads to possession. The ball just jumps away so far. And again, the little change they did with um, that if you make a tackle, the ball will jump uh, further away. They also did like a video about it in Mm. the uh, pitch notes. That really is just an issue of you tackle and it just flies to another opponent. And then you tackle again and it just flies to another opponent. Like the the tackles are like more effective if you only look at the, the one versus one that was happening where you tackled. But the times that it actually leads to possession of your team is is not that uh, much increased. I actually feel like tackling uh, effectiveness-wise went down compared to the, the previous patch. The player switching uh, has been a problem for me since the start of FIFA 19. But now you really need it because it's really effective if you can reach the, the correct player in time to block or... Um, uh, intercept uh, better um, but it's sometimes like five six switches um, before I, it takes me to the correct player and like the start of FIFA 19 this also was a problem the player switching for me but it didn't matter as much because the AI would defend on this own pretty well so yeah, you yeah. didn't really need to be the player in front of the attacker uh, to effectively effectively defend mm-hmm. uh, but now they're like forcing you to switch to the manual player uh, but it's it's so hard to do 
and can especially you, yeah can you can you not use the right stick to flick between sometimes but i don't feel it's 100 percent consistent for me because like sometimes it's a 50 50 like both players are uh, sort of in the same direction of your right flick uh, uh, right stick flick and then it always lands to the the guy you don't want to be of course mm-hmm. and also like delay is is also very bad for players oh yeah it drives me mad sometimes the amount of times i press l1 nothing happens so you press it again and then it switches you to the one that you wanted and then switches you off and once it registers your second press as well. So I think one of the things that I wanted to say on this, which is more of a broad point about the changes that have been made, I understand why they've done this and I completely get it. But are we kind of heading into that territory where people are saying we need two types of gameplay kind of thing? One for the top level, one for the rest. Because the majority of players, they're playing on wireless internet, as we found out through Jamie's poll. You know, they're not going to be experiencing the best gameplay possible because of that. It's going to be a bit of delay. You're not always playing on dedicated servers. When you remove AI defending, although I do think it needs to be removed for something like foot champs, you know, for proper competitive play, Mm -hmm. you're actually making the game a lot more frustrating for, for the majority of the player base, essentially. Yeah, I, th- I think they could lose like a lot of casual players who get the game maybe Black Friday, Christmas, and they have to step into a new game with a mechanics like timed finishing, a lot less help from the AI. Hmm. Um, I think that can pretty pretty, pretty like a, a put-off if you play your first game against someone who completely wrecks you with timed finishing and you don't even know how it works or what it is. Yeah, and you can't defend properly either. So. I mean, it's, yeah. it, is, it is that funny thing with it coming towards his eSport, like, as a daft example, I've got a friend. We used to play like career mode. I've obviously since about FIFA sixteen taken it a bit more seriously. But he just mm. like plays career mode casually. But he's a good, you know, if you were play, yeah. if you're around the house with some mates with some beers, he'd probably beat ninety percent of people. Mm-hmm. He'd given up on it, and I and he had and I went and was, I was at a house playing, and he's just been smashing circle, not realizing that time finishing was in it because he's. But it yeah, sounds yeah. mad, but no, he's no, not but, on yeah. Twitter every day looking at the. Yeah, he didn't yeah. know that time finishing has been added into the yeah. new FIFA. Mm. No one told him. Mm. He skipped Sorry. through. He skipped through all the instructional things because he wanted to get on and play some yeah, games. Right. Started playing a couple of games with like Tottenham Hotspur every year. Harry Kane's yeah. fucking shit. I'm every smashing circle shot and he's towing it at the corner. Yeah. For Honestly, but then like, and I think, but there's a lot of people that'll do that'll do that, and then yeah. like, you need to maybe think of coming up with a. I think it's as simple as just having. Yeah. Do you know when you go in the gameplay settings for your controller settings? There's so many different options on like. Uh, auto switching on, auto switching air balls, auto switching manual, through ball assist. There's even one that's AI interception assist. Have you seen that one? Turn that off and try and play FIFA. Jesus Christ, it's hard. But maybe you, that's how you should have to play foot jumps. And everyone can play with all their assists in the world on them when they're playing foot draft or when they're playing single matches and stuff. But if you want to play foot jumps, you have you don't have a penalty indicator. That's that's already a thing that you don't have that thing. you can't have the trainer on you can't have the time finishing bar make it so that you have to have semi-assisted shooting manual crossing manual player switching you can't have the AI auto ass- interception assist turned on do you know what I mean like just turn all that crap off and be like there you go you don't even have to make a different FIFA just turn all the assists off and make people have to play foot champs where they have to actually control it themselves would you then do that in rivals though how would that work would you have like a certain division where that I don't know so I asked the guys about that didn't I and I was saying like is Div Rivals meant to be this big competitive thing? And they said it was more just towards geared towards something to do in the week rather than foot champs is the competitive one. Like you don't qualify mm. for a qualifier, professional qualifier, by being the top rated player in Div One. You qualify by getting twenty nine wins one weekend. Which is weird because actually Rivals is probably a better indicator. Yeah, 100%. yeah, but then also, but then I think you, I think by past Christmas Div Rivals will be a, the minute you the minute your foot champs qualified. Well, as in hardly anyone's playing it. Yeah, well, not even well, not playing it, but like I, mm. I would play division rivals. I could lose two one to a ninetieth minute kickoff and then a penalty on mm. div rivals now and not yeah. Bob and not yeah. care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. There's like no, I put you don't feel as competitive. Yeah. yeah. So like, and so I think it is. I play about modes. You yeah, can yeah. Do what you want with it. Well, also the rewards, obviously. Yeah. Quite contentious as well. People not really thinking that they're gonna. I want, I want to just focus on the patch quickly um, again, Michael. I just wanted to ask about one of the changes that they said, which was players slowing down when they're going for a loose ball in the box, which is something that has annoyed players for a long time. I think. I don't think it's just this year. Is that something that has been fixed? Have you seen any of, like examples of I, that? I yet? haven't seen it happen in, in yeah. any of the games I play, but I have to say, before the patch, it wasn't really common for me as well. With like one in in fifty games or something. So 
but it's it's nice that even those small things get attention and then it's yeah, a step yeah. forward I mean, for you've got game. to say that like a lot you know you're looking at the patch and you're thinking i can see the logic behind a lot of this and a lot of the fixes are sort of very much needed like that one and actually one of the things that i'd like to see kind of on that point is I think one of the most frustrating things in the box with deflections off a keeper, etc., is that your player will lock to the ball when you're trying to go for a loose ball. And if, Jordi Alba, you moved a step to the left or a couple of steps to the left, you would block that player's shot. I know they're going to take first time on the goal, but you can't do that because your player is locked onto the ball and heading towards the ball rather than yeah, heading towards exactly. the goal. That, that for me is like, oh, they, they could have almost solved that issue by fixing that. Yeah, um, I have like the same thing. issue with a lobbed through ball where like your player tries to run through the defender instead of like doing one step to the left and going around him. But because they're so locked on the ball that's further away, they just run in a straight line. And yeah, if the big defender is standing there, then you cannot go through him, obviously. Yeah. Basically, in PES, I think you can do it so that you press a button and you don't lock onto the ball anymore. Um, and then you can kind of make a run however you want. But it's definitely something I think they'll probably look at longer term. One thing that is, I mean, a massive controversial change uh, in the last patch was that player models randomly sort of appearing on the screen as you exited games was patched. And uh, there were no more random like crotch shots of the referee as uh, the game <laughs> yeah. loaded back in. There's some rumours that this is actually back. And uh, yeah, it is back. I'm, ha- wow. I'm happy that it's back. Yeah, the first game exciting. I played, I-, I instantly saw like the butt of a referee. So yeah, <laughs> but that's what we want to see. The, the, the sad thing is that the the guy in the crowd with the huge uh, referee flag is gone. He's he's got a stadium uh, ban. I, how long? How long to like some guy brings a massive linesman flag to a football match? <laughs> yeah, yeah. An actual game. Yeah, that was amazing. So, for those who don't know, you could also see um, random people in the crowd with massive uh, linesman flags, <laughs> which is just. If you looked really close, there was a guy at the top with a huge whistle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But one of the things, I mean, at least it, you know, it's probably worse that if it had been sort of a, lines, a linesman with the flag of a team that, <laughs> by the yeah. side of the pits, that probably would have been a little bit more controversial. But yeah, so it's a couple of positives there in terms of um, gratuitous crotch shots uh, returning to the game. But apart from that, um, AI defending, Michael, looks like it could be uh, its early days, but we're not sure. Basically, the jury's still out as far yeah. as Has the AI defender made time finishing easier? Not uh, finesse shots, time finesse shots, I should say. Yeah, because like the chance of the shots getting blocked uh, by a non-player uh, controlled player are, are way less now. But I have to say, because the AI pressure is less, um, it's pretty doable to just score like a normal goal while dribbling in the box or passing around through the box. Because okay, like they're they're sticking out. And if you if you try to intercept it yourself, can you still just block the finesse shot quite easily? As long as you manually put the player in the way rather than just yeah. Like it. like if you manage to select the right player and then be in front of the shot taker, like there is a pretty high chance that you're gonna block the shot, but that you're actually gonna gain possession uh, by the blocks or the interceptions. Uh, that is something they may need to look at. Because like they they go to the craziest position with their leg to try to reach the ball, but um, because they're doing that, it it takes like five seconds before they can start running again. So you just block the first shot, and he gains possession. The second shot, he gains possession, and yeah, like if you're unlucky with your switching, the third one is gonna go in. So I've just played FIFA against a two guys who haven't really played FIFA this year. One of them was Theo Baker. If you know who that is, he used he did like football videos. Now he does. Fortnite stuff um, but he came into the squad of the showdown with me and it was literally his first game of FIFA in the year 2018 and I beat him about 5-0 by just scoring five time finesse shots and every time I scored he was like what is this game how has that gone in and like just couldn't understand it at all and it makes you realise how ridiculously broken they are it's just that we all play around it so like your opponent knows you're going to go for a time finesse shot so shapes up to block the time finesse shot Whereas when he's shaping up to actually defend like a normal footballer, it just goes in over and over and over again. It's ridiculous. And I did the same against another guy today who's only played a little bit of FIFA. Just con- He didn't really know about time finishing. Just constantly banging in time finish shots and there's nothing he could do. But then you could make the exact same argument in previous FIFAs. Like when you play your... When you're playing your mate who casually plays a little bit with again, like in the house, like with, over some beers, like driven, driven low shots was ex- yeah. It's it's literally just which meta you pick, isn't it? Really? Yeah, but that's what frustrates me. I'm like, well, you know, my maturity should not be able to consistently score beautifully curled finesse shots into the top corner. Like, you know, you shouldn't be able to do that. Like, he can't do that in real life. 
he shouldn't be able to do it consistently on FIFA. I think that's my concern about those type of shots. They shouldn't be, for me, as accurate and the keeper shouldn't be as bad at saving them as they are at the moment. But that's that's another discussion really for now. But I want to say, Michael, thanks very much for for coming in and giving us your patch thoughts. No problem. Always good to have you. Thank you. See you, everyone. Thanks, Michael. Bye, Michael. Bonjour. If you want to see some pre-release on console patch gameplay, then you can check out Michael's Twitch, which is actually M-I-C-H-I-E-L PC on Twitch. Fairly straightforward. And also, you'll remember at the start I mentioned that there might be something strange about this podcast, and props to you if you worked out what it was. To some, it might have been fairly obvious. Jamie just disappeared. Basically, Jamie's audio file, after about the 10th minute, corrupted and was unusable so we were all responding to his recording if that makes sense and his recording you couldn't listen to so it meant that i had to edit his recording out and our responses to him which is a bit complex i think it worked okay we were about to talk about the market but obviously there isn't anything from him essentially what he was saying is if you want to make coins i think matt might have mentioned this last week actually but you want to be picking up those really low cost say 82s 83s the ones that are going for the cheapest that they are for that rating and you want to be picking up ones that are in the sort of best leagues and nationalities for chemistry because obviously we're really likely to see a team of the week sbc and that will be in high demand so basically keep your eyes peeled for particularly cheap players that are actually impacts during those lightning rounds and if you fill your clubs with all the cheap 83s 84s etc etc even some of the high rated cards discard informs uh, you will turn a profit at some point that's pretty much guaranteed do check out his twitch and his twitter for information on that and he also described uh, why the team of the week was particularly i guess juiced up might be the word and uh, about the kind of interesting inclusions within this team just to confirm what i cut out would have actually been quite good here's my response mm, fascinating in, in in this team I mean, there are quite a few good players but who's who's the player that you would most fancy the look of well this is the first year I've not had a uh, a Harry Kane in my team I quite like the Valencia because he's right mid and I quite like the idea of being able to put someone at right mid and right wing and then move them oh, back into the defence yeah. or use them at CDM but Harry Kane I use him at CAM every FIFA and I really enjoy using him there like if you put an artist chem style on him he's like really tall his pace isn't terrible for a cam that he's physically he's harry kane and with the artist chem style you're getting like 82 agility 77 balance which is obviously terrible but like 93 reactions 96 ball control 91 dribbling and 91 composure and then you've got in passing, it's like 97 vision, 86 crossing for Harry Kane. Do you know what I mean? Long passing, 99, short passing, 87. So just like a really strong, tall, usable cam. And again, with that four-star weak foot with the finesse shots, him yeah, at yeah. cam, I think he could be deadly. Does look really good. And uh, yeah, he's got good stamina as well. Nice. Yeah, it, yeah 90 stamina. Yeah, yeah. Looks really good. And... Uh... What about you, Andy? Uh, anyone in there that you're, you're liking the look of? I mean, I, I know there are a lot of players. There's a so. few of them in there. Like, when you're going for your red for champs picks, there's quite a few you wouldn't say no to, like a Salah and a Mahrez, a mm, Kane yeah. and a Sané and a Van Dijk. The one that annoyed me the most, I'm going to take a different approach to this, the one that pissed me off that they gave him a team break is Kolarov. <laughs> I was so looking forward to Black Friday coming and rinsing my coins, buying Kolarovs for like 2,000 coins, spending like 400k on them. And then just waiting for them to drop like a team of the week SBC or something like that where you'd have to trade in an 83 rated squad and then just roll them in coins, sell them a collar off for like seven grand and they bloody give him an inform and he's not going to be coming out of packs. What are they doing? Yeah, because there are so few high rated left backs and right backs, aren't there? I think um, our friend Dan, uh, aka Foot Trade X, was saying that I think there's about 10 82 plus rated right back or left backs in the game. Um, yeah, I remember someone in my Twitch chat was saying to me that like the, their thing for um, Black Friday will be Trippiers and, and yeah, Alves, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just waiting for them to drop in price and then buying them up and watching them getting rinsed off the market in SBCs. Yeah. Also, people are lazy. like They don't realise that they could just play a centre-back at... Right yeah, back. remember when that nah, SBC no, came no out one, for sorry, Halloween with the Wolves centre-back locked into the squad for like a werewolf? I sold Wolves' right back for 10k, mm. max price to some idiot doing that SBC. And it's like, bro, just just ignore Wolves yeah, and just yeah. like have a Spanish Real Sociedad right back and a Spanish <laughs> Real Sociedad centre mid, and you'll be alright. You'll still get nah. Give me that. Give me that silver guy for 10k. And it's just idiots just buying them all up. It's so <laughs> stupid. So I'm disappointed with that. So it got leaked this week that Kolarov was in. I checked his price yesterday just because I've been keeping an eye on it just for investing. 
He was 3k, and then when that league came out, I checked Footbin, and in the last hour, he'd gone up to like five and a half grand because all of the investors had gone and bought them all off the market well. because they knew it was going to be. A t- How bad's that? There's some like Roma goalie as well, where everyone at the moment is yeah. doing the Roma SBC to get the 40. You can get a 45k back, mm. I think, for about 15k for doing the Roma section of the Serie A SBC, and everyone's doing it. And the Roma goalie, I believe, is on the bench, the Swedish dude. Yeah, he is, Olsen. So he was 600 coins, and I think he's about two grand now, just from all of the people who got the team of the week. Before they even tweeted it out themselves, like, haha, I've leaked the team of the week. They'd been through and bought like every card off the market. It's proper stupid. Yeah. Well, uh, my pick for this week would be um, Batshuayi. Basically, I mean, to be honest, a huge part of this is because he's four-star skills, five-star weak foot, which I think is, you know, there aren't many strikers on the game who have that. But he's, he's also going to be quite cheap. If you put Marksman on him, I swear literally every team of the week pick I do, I put Marksman on a player. But um, the finishing, 98. Nice two positioning. He's got like 98 volleys. His shooting stats excellent. But he's also got 83 agility as well as 79 balance and 86 strength and 93 jumping. Um, he's got really solid dribbling as well. He's got decent composure. I think he'd just be a really solid, like, Mm, cheaper end striker the only thing I'd say is he does have 68 short passing which is uh, <laughs> pretty questionable um, and he's also got 80 acceleration and 79 sprint speed so I don't know whether he's going to be you know your meta weekend league player but if you want to have a bit of fun like I, I can't imagine many better players he's, he feels really nice to use like I used his regular card for a bit I know Ian you were saying you used him at the beginning as well so I, I think he could be a really fun card and again yeah for economists meant to be talking about Mares at this point so the fact he's had a massive stamina boost and physical upgrade which is pretty interesting I hope they do more significant boosts in certain areas it's not something we've seen so often with the team of the week we're now going to go into player reviews with UCL Farman UCL Farman's actually a really good shout so funny actually I was thinking about UCL thinking about UCL Farman as you do you know yeah. he's 6 foot 6 or something he's huge have you been using him yeah, yeah I've just I got his I think I picked up his like his live card for like yeah, yeah. 23k I thought that felt cheap so I stuck him in and I've been using his because he's a he's a common he's not even a rare gold he's common gold his, yeah, yeah. his 83 rated card yeah and he's remember that thing you said he's like his reflexes are fairly decent so if you put like the right chem style on him yeah. his speed's really low and you do notice that when he saves a ball it takes him till the next half to get back up again sometimes but like massive mm. and like and, and again I think um, Schalke is going to do yeah, all right, yeah. so you'll get a few upgrades as he well. Should, he should go through the group stage, and like I was looking at the Bundesliga, thinking actually he's probably the best keeper after Neuer, isn't he? After Neuer, he's comfortable the best goalkeeper, and yeah, and, and obviously his his you know you're basically already getting max stats on if you put glove on a player the, with someone like Farman, you're basically maxing out those stats that glove mm-hmm. affects, and exactly. then it's just reflexes, and that's going to go up with each each uh, special item anyway. So yeah, really good. He looks like a really good card. I don't know where his price is at. At the minute, but like I said, I picked him up start of the week for like twenty three k. Yeah, no, he's, he's um, really so cheap. like bargain. I think for yeah, a player no. that's guaranteed to go up at least a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So for now, I've been using actually for quite a long time, almost since the beginning of the game. Is uh, Quincy Promes recently saw his one to watch at down at like forty k and was like, well, if he gets a card, I would have thought you know a special card, he should be higher than that. So I'll pick him up and been using you know obviously his regular card as well, which is the same card for a little while and just incredible how you know i can upgrade my team upgrade my team you know you always have that player who's just sitting there not being upgraded because you think well actually he's really doing the job yeah um, and promes is that guy because i'd recommend putting engine on him because his finishing is actually okay anyway he's got like 86 finishing which for a winger is really good he just needs that little bit of an agility boost a bit of a pace boost and a bit of a passing boost and he's he's fantastic he's, he's not got the great strength that you know a lot of forward players have but he's just really tricky you know he's just got that dribbling ability low center of gravity agility that you know, just just goes past someone five star skills four star weak foot he's obviously really cheap at the moment and will probably get cheaper over Black Friday um, if you're looking at sort of running someone like Depay and you're looking to get an Mbappe as I'm doing don't do it <laughs> oh, don't oh do hype it. mate get yourself Gareth Bale instead <laughs> what because you, you're both. not a fan of Mbappe's Mbappe? decent Gareth Bale's god tier Mbappe's Salah yeah, I know. Mane I know what you mean Sané that, that's Mbappe's level Gareth Bale's like one behind Ronaldo level mm, I don't know I, I know what you mean that Gareth Bale is like top tier but to be honest I haven't used him in a normal team if you like I've only used him in draft but I just found it a bit frustrating because I was I could never back his right foot I like having a left footer actually this is a really random one I don't know if this is in my head everyone's so used to blocking finesse shots but they always go the wrong way or even with someone like Bale where everyone knows he's left they know but they're so, it's so muscle memory now to block the finesse shot block the finesse shot and then you go the opposite way and they just don't that's actually quite interesting yeah that's an interesting point I need to get more left footers in I don't think I've got any attacking left footers cool Any, anyone else anyone else Paulinho, he's so good 
I've got a pa- mate. I've got a powerhouse on him. I just looked. It makes him an eighty-nine rated CDM. He's ridiculous. Okay, cool. Well, thank you very much for joining us this week, listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big shout out to Ian for for coming along this week. Thank Being you very much. Your hat trick ball will be in the post. Thank and, you, Andy. On the other hand, thanks for coming along as well. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Thank you very much for coming along this week. Great to get your insights. Thanks, Ben. You're without a doubt the best podcast host in the world. I love memes. Before we do finish, though, Ian, I forgot to say, people can follow you on Twitch, can't they? Yes, I'm on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash iSports. A-Y-E sports. Great. And and while you're there, Foot Economist also has Twitch, as we mentioned earlier. So what is it? Twitch.tv slash Foot Economist. And Andy, do you want to plug anything? Not really. I'm all right. I've got a Twitch. I've got Twitch, but people just try to add me on it and then I don't accept them because I don't actually stream. Yeah, I just, I just use it to follow people. I don't want to like notice that I'm watching Pokemon because they're my friend or something. Just like use that. it to troll Flair. Yeah, and nah, just to light Flair up. <laughs> he's always available for trolling because he's just. Yeah, you just, if any, okay, this is what I want to plug. I want everyone to go to Flair's stream and I want them to ask him how to get on market band. There you go. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, on that note, it's been a great pod. Thank you very much, listeners, for coming along as well. Thanks for bearing with a slightly unusual pod. Hopefully we'll have Jamie back for a more full podcast in the near future. But I wanted to quickly say it is, of course, Thanksgiving in the US. And if you'd like to give us thanks, then why not really push the boat out and review us on basically wherever you get your podcast. It'd be greatly appreciated. And it does really mean a lot when we get those reviews in. And if you have enjoyed this week, then please do subscribe. You can do so by searching Foot Weekly on your podcast platform or go to audioboom.com slash channel slash Foot Weekly for more options. Love you, bye. Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.